Hello and welcome to Reptory Screenings, episode 27. I'm your host, Am, and with me are my regular co-hosts, Jackson. It's Gundam time. It's not Gundam time. Shut the fuck up. And Destiny. <laughs> Hello. And we're here to talk about movies. Uh, I would I would talk about a movie if I've seen one, but all I've done is watch anime since the last time we recorded, and that's for a different podcast. So if anyone's got a movie, let her rip. Did I already talk uh, about the Spike Lee movie? No, you didn't. No. I didn't? No, we haven't yeah. recorded in four, three weeks. Good lordy. I watched The Five Bloods. It was very good. Yeah, I've uh, heard nothing but great things. Yeah, it's really uh, intense, and it's a little too long, and sometimes it's so bombastic that it's a little eye-rolly, but overall, it was amazing. I liked it more than Black Klansman. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's about these um, four men who... They were all black men who fought in the Vietnam War, and they're going back to get Chadwick Boseman's bones and some gold that they hid. And uh, it kind of talks about what being a black soldier and coming back from that war meant and how it affects all of them differently. And uh, notably, when they do the flashback scenes, they don't de-age the actors because he didn't have that Irishman budget. And <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It didn't take me out of it. And I think it works really well, especially since the dead friend is Chadwick Boseman. So he's significantly younger than all the other actors. And I just really liked how they made him into this like iconic, almost Jesus like figure. He's like a mixture between Jesus and Huey P. Newton. And uh, that's how they remember him, even though it's probably not accurate. I don't know. Uh, and it humanizes a lot of aspects of the Vietnam War that I feel like cinema kind of fails at doing. And um, Delroy Lindo is amazing in it as a black Trump supporter. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never, I don't think his name comes up in the movie at all. But like, you know, he gets talked about and then he spends the, the whole movie wearing, in Vietnam, a Make America Great Again hat. Uh, which is obnoxious, but he turns out to be the most compelling character. Mm. He gets a soliloquy. Nice. Uh, yeah, the the like um, cavern between what I imagine watching this movie is and then hearing some of this described is I assume very large because uh, I, I you know I mostly trust Spike Lee. I assume the movie's great, but then I I hear he's in Vietnam wearing a MAGA hat, and I'm like, mm, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably good in the actual movie. This is this is the correct Spike Lee response experience. I feel like <laughs> yeah 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 you never know what you're gonna get and when you hear about it it's nothing like experiencing it so it's on netflix if you have netflix in america at least i don't know if it's in netflix on netflix everywhere but it's a netflix original so i assume it is yeah probably um because they produced it and um yeah that might have been the most recent movie i watched that wasn't the anime movie we watched like two nights ago yeah jackson have you watched anything uh, I watched a movie that I already talked about on Gundam, so no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we're, we're fine. <laughs> Problem right. of having too many podcasts, but it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, let's get started then. This week, we are talking about the Battle of Algiers, uh, directed by Guillo Pontecorvo uh, and written by uh, him and Franco Solinas, based on the book by uh, Sadi Yassef. This came out in 1966 and is about the French occupation of Algeria and the uh, FLN's efforts to not be occupied by the fucking French. Um, yes. And, you know, it takes place over a couple years. It mostly centers uh main character uh, named uh, Ali Lapointe, but um, really is not about him explicitly. Like, it is, it is mostly shot with, like, faux newsreel documentary style footage and cut together as if you are assembling clips found at the like moments of violence and uh you know realism (laughs) yeah so there's not a lot of like big plot here other than you know the fln wants to help wants to push the french occupation out of algeria and are mostly centered in the caspa which is the arab section of the city and the french military the french cops give way to the french military as a bunch of paratroopers led by uh colonel philippe matthew who is not a real person come in and uh just fuck them up and it's bad and then they lose anyway because uh fuck colonizers yep straight up uh so i guess that's kind of the movie um unless anyone wants to clarify any specific points um no maybe it's just about the progression of this uh conflict in a very you know i was gonna say flat but i don't mean flat. it's italian neorealism it's doing that yes um, um and uh you know this movie famously like a uh, big like was controversial upon release it was banned in france for five years uh the Cahier de cinema put out a whole thing about how this movie's evil and corrupt because they're a bunch <laughs> of fuckers cowards. <laughs> yeah they're in the middle of the 60s and the kind of cinema you know all of that stuff going on and they come out against this they're all fake cowards jesus sad for nothing <laughs> <laughs> um anyway how did everybody find this movie i uh I, I guess i'll go first i saw this many years ago and remembered a bit of it but mostly it was like pre-ideology because watching this movie i was just like yes uh-huh uh-huh and then you blow those fuckers right the fuck up uh speaking about the french and the cops who all get shot um and uh you know watching this movie in 2020 is weird because seeing the uh like italian neorealist version of my twitter feed just put in front of me uh <laughs> yep. is a little wild honestly um but this movie's great i had a great time yeah i thought this movie was incredible i loved it uh, too I-, I absolutely loved it um th- that was my takeaway as well it's just like ah yeah no there it is on the screen huh that's the whole thing <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's just it's just very clear who, who what the movie's about and who you should be reading for uh which as i making frowny faces as i like read the critical reception <laughs> sections of there, the there, there are so many people that think this is just like a very uh you know neutral portrayal of the increasing um violence that just happens in war and aren't both sides bad and i'm like my dude <laughs> No, no, it's not. It's about how colonialism is an evil that must be resisted at all costs. Yes. 
odd. Yeah, no. The, the idea that you could watch, like, you know, for me, like, the best sequence in the movie is these three women all agree yes. to, uh, you know, dress like Europeans, take off, uh, you know, their their uh, Islamic coverings and go out and uh, carry bombs to places because the police fucking bombed an apartment building in the middle of the night. And their retaliation is to take bombs to three public areas and blow people the fuck up in the European quarter. Uh, and so they, they dress like Europeans. They get past the checkpoints because they're just European ladies. They like, you know, they straighten their hair and wet it down to look like they're just like, you know cool french ladies and so they get past all the checkpoints and they go and plant their bombs and there's these sequences where they are like in these spots looking around and what you see is not like regret at what they're doing because in the hollywood version of this like one of them would like regret be like oh i can't actually blow these people up look at all these women and children and like run away at the last second and cock everything up for everyone and instead they just look around and they're terrified of these europeans just like living it up in their fucking space and then yes. they blow them the fuck up and it's amazing uh there, there's a moment in the sequence which is one of the funniest jokes in cinema um it, because of how like not funny the this movie is but then they put a joke in here that's kind of out of character but it's incredible so first bomb goes off uh it's across the city like you know there's three bombs first bomb goes off all the people at the second bomb site <laughs> come outside yes to watch the explosion yes and then they go oh it's probably a gas gun is there and then they all turn around and walk back inside to immediately be blown up themselves yes. it's so funny and like obviously a bit and like it was just a moment where i was like oh the idea that someone could think that in any way this is just like this is just flatly portraying the the violence on all sides as if it doesn't have a very clear perspective about this violence uh, yes. it's ludicrous in that moment <laughs> yeah yeah that whole sequence is, um, is amazing just uh you know very good we show the bomb and then you get anxious about it stuff that yes. uh is um just very anxiety inducing and then all the stuff with the just the fucking europeans everywhere it's just you know it's their city to them it um it's it's really good at like showing the realities of colonialism without having to do like you know character arcs that as you say are almost always about understanding each other on all sides yeah there's a bit Uh, where there's this big press conference like maybe like two-thirds away the movie where the leader of uh the um FLN has already been captured and they're talking like everyone's questioning uh, Colonel Philippe Mathieu because the the leader of the FLN mysteriously was found committing suicide. He hung himself even though he was bound hand and foot. And, uh, you know, who could have who could have foreseen such a thing? How is that even possible? And he's giving very evasive answers or whatever. And so one of the reporters stands up and starts needling him a little closer about like, you know, you're torturing these prisoners to get information. And he gives this great big grand speech about like, you know, we're doing what we must. Uh, you might not like our methods, but the main question is not about like how we get this done. It is an ideological one. They want us out of our country. We don't want to leave. And if anyone objects to that, then you should stand up and say so. And the press literally, like none of them move and none of them object. They all just sit there and like nod their heads and are very concerned about how you, you know, make sure you treat the people you are imprisoning for wanting you off their land humanely. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, because every, all of them are culpable because all of them are here and have been here for, you know, they talk like one of the soldiers is like, it's weird. You know, we were here for 130 years and we all got along just fine. Yep. Like the, the main like character of this movie is like 
called Ali Lapointe. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, you know, this is a place that has been uh, occupied by France for over a century. Yes. Uh, and the sense of that is pronounced throughout the movie. I, so I, I wondered how people felt about um, the uh, Colonel character. Because uh, I found him really interesting in that he uh, is definitely this kind of character that you see a lot in these movies of like the really like, um, what's the word? Uh, like eloquent and self-aware colonizer. Yes. Like very understanding of the actual dynamics in play just simply works for the you know the bad guys but it can un- like you know and just refers to the uh uh people being colonized in the like FLN as just like these enemies that I respect because I'm a soldier and um I I feel like the movie deliberately deploys him as a kind of like seductive movie figure because he's the only one played by like an actual actor and yes. y- you can feel it you can, you can feel tell yeah the sense of like theatricality around this archetype and i thought it was really interesting how the movie deploys that character in you know because it's the character that's in all these movies but the rest of the movie is so different and so concerned with uh not like not this it's not doing the like spy fiction soldier fiction thing yeah no it's evoking more of a realism yeah and i know that like looking at some of the reactions people uh are like very polarized about this character because you know people on the side of um like our side of the people who are correct <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, often like debate was he like portrayed too sympathetically um i don't and, think so yeah i i disagree with that but i understand where that comes from uh because other people think that he's like portrayed as like you know there's an incredible bit in this wikipedia page about the screening in the fucking pentagon yes um in 2003 and then through that lens this character becomes like this icon of like what a soldier should be in the face of all of this um what? and i just find that all really interesting yeah yeah uh do you want to know what the the flyer for the pentagon screening said in 2003 yeah I, I didn't read this so let me know how to win a battle against terrorism and lose the war of ideas children shoot soldiers at point blank range women plant bombs in cafes soon the entire arab population builds to a mad fervor sound familiar the french have a plan it succeeds tactically but fails strategically to understand why come to a rare showing of this film in the pentagon in 2003 like and you know i understand how the pentagon looks wild and re- yeah what was the conclusion they came to well, the the movie is like a um, text about what it means to like have uh, to like be a good uh, colonial force, basically. Of like, if you even if your tactics are right, if you brutalize the civilians, then you, then then you will turn turn their, them against you. But we have this, to be conscientious as the Pentagon. <laughs> this is the w- war with. The, um, what was the phrase he used? The euphemism he used for torture? Enhanced interrogation. Yes. And he, they didn't yes. learn Yaha. from... They did learn from it. That's the fucking point. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Oh, that's gross. Um, but, was yeah, I was originally asking about the, um, yeah, the stuff with, uh, how, uh, how that character's portrayed, the colonel's portrayed. I didn't find him sympathetic. I, I mean, he's obviously an actor and he's obviously kind of suave, but he's also kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. Well, someone I like that they give him because there's a bit where he's like, people call me a fascist. I fought the fascists. I was in World War II, uh, you know. Um, I was in the resistance. Yes. Uh, 
and showing like yeah it doesn't mean that you don't grow like you know develop to become the colonizer in a different frame of context uh like past actions does not like absolve you of all future evils is good yes <laughs> yeah no that was a really good point which is like part of the whole like you know, I, I, I would like to track down this Kyra de Cinema special issue and read the essays because I assume a lot of it is like, we can't be the colonizers. We were invaded not, you know, 30 years ago and had to fight the Nazis in the streets. And um, it doesn't change the fact that you still owned a country that didn't belong to you. <laughs> yep. Um, that's kind of where um, I, I also come down about the that character. I think he's like deployed in this way of... Um, he, it, I feel like the movie would have been uh, worse if the guy in charge of the French just openly sucked about everything. I know it like comes off as a bit unrealistic that the person in charge of this is just so, so in tune with the actual dynamics of what is happening. <laughs> um, but I, I think the putting that character there that in many other stories would act would like be genuinely portrayed as a noble character and uh watching him just like he's completely proven wrong right like you know this is completely useless and and there's there's nothing there is nothing that uh the french can do to be um you, you know to to be accepted right that that's what a colonization is <laughs> you can't do it gently and then right, it'll be okay yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it's very clear about uh, not only that stuff, but like the efforts of all of the people to resist that thing. Like there, it's like there's this whole scene where the uh, French paratroopers are giving this speech about like the FLN doesn't care about you. They want you to be impoverished and not work and uh, starve and die. And as this happens, like literally everyone in the streets is like reuniting with their people who have been kidnapped by the police and shipped off to work because they've been striking and like these tearful reunions of the entire populace and you you can't fight an entire population it doesn't work that no. way no yeah. uh yeah god um i said like the like actual progression of the plot of the movie right is it comes in like many a few phases the first phase is about uh alapont like joining the flm but also the like purpose and uh, initial starting point of revolutionary tactics, which in this case are mostly taking care of your own shit first. Like the first thing they do isn't go after the um, the police. It's like go after corruption within their own community. And I thought that yeah. was really interesting um, because they're like, we got to, you know, we got to fucking kill the people who are trying to like take advantage of us and weaken us before we can actually fight the enemy. Um, and the way that, like, the French soldiers are kind of, you know, they'll torture people and they'll do extreme violence, but they're also a bit, you know, they don't have the resolve of what it, you know, when you're fucking being colonized, it's a bit of different dynamic there. And the way that they immediately go into, like, that is why there is, there's never, like, a moral question, right, about performing violence against other people in uh, Algeria if it means the, like, betterment of the cause. I found that really interesting because uh, that is definitely a point that the other movie would be uh, like a big sticking point. Mm. Yeah, for sure. 
Whereas instead he goes up to that guy who's just like, you know, fucking about with the money and just shoots him in the face. Yes. Uh, unflinching depictions of like violence against bad actors being just like, you know, like no one moralizes about like, oh, is it okay if I shot that guy? No, you fucking shoot that guy. Yeah, it, it is a bunch, very... of co- a, a bunch of cops get shot in the back by like kids and like women and just people on the street. And it, there is no way this movie does not frame it as like just a conclusive good that you fucking shoot those cops. Yep. Um, and not not even just a good right. Like it's like this is the uh, this is like when there is colonization happening. This is going to happen, and this is good that it happens because they're the fucking. That's what that you know they're occupying a country. Colonization's so evil. Um, and yeah, and then it, then it like progresses onto the like introducing the main characters. But the next big portion of the movie is dedicated to debates around uh, the strike. I feel like that's the like turning point of the film. Uh, yeah, the, the bit where they're like, oh, you know, we're, we're going to strike and the United Nations will hear us. And then the like monologue of the United Nations didn't vote, decided not to act, but hopes that everyone could pre- like have a good democratic solution as the French are like marching a parade through the streets, handing out like candy and fruit. Uh, ridiculous. Bread. Yeah. Yeah, this, God, the fucking UN. That's the real, um, <laughs> the, the like real through line of any of these movies about this stuff. Even ones that are not as like politically, uh, sh- you know, uh, sharpened to a knife's edge as this movie is. Uh, fuck the UN is basically a through line in any movie about this stuff. Stand around and do nothing and go, well, we hope you can all get along soon. Uh, but yeah, the the main the biggest de- like debate in the middle of the movie is the way that like initially the um, FLN are engaging in bombings and like a few assassinations and like just impossible to track invisible guerrilla violence, um, and so the strike is proposed as like a way to progress from like guerrilla fighting, which is fine as a resistance but isn't like a revolution. Um, into like mobilizing the people as a whole and it ends up backfiring hugely because it just with when the french are no longer under immediate threat of violence they're just able to completely take over all the spaces and uh, like dominate them um and i i really like thought it was interesting and how like well this stuff was portrayed because it it does it doesn't like portray the strike as like a cowardly act right it is literally just a debate about what are the correct tactics in this like impossibly difficult situation mm-hmm. um and so the scenes with like alapont talking with the like leaders and debating what the correct act is because like alapont is on the side of um no we should just move to like armed conflict directly and the people will like the people who support us will support us we don't need to have this like show for the un they're not going to care <laughs> and ends up being proven right on that front yeah but also like the version where that happens is not one where two years later right. everyone rises up on mass right right yes um because yeah without the like immediate like they they come in they brutalize the entire uh area they just like occupy like i mean the whole thing's occupation right but even beyond that uh the entire uh like cash bar sector is completely um 
just destroyed by them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, what are the other other bits we want to want to hit? Um, I do like that there is just the time skip and the narrator flatly is like, no one can tell why the people rose up at this moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, the way in which like the the you know the fake like documentary remove of the situation allows the understatement to sell the point is extremely good in this movie. Yes. Like I understand it opens up a space for people to like see this movie and be like, oh, it, it shows how both sides did bad. But uh, it's not the movie's fault that it's a cop test that some people fail. Some people are just fucking cops. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think it's very clear about this. Uh, you know, this is why, like, because they killed the everyone and then continued their occupation uh, and n- nothing changed. The people got sick of it and quietly rose up and did the thing. And uh, it even then, it, like the end moment is like a crowd coming out of like smoke in front of the police and protesting. And as the narrator tells us past this point, it was still two more years of this before they were free. Like, you know, it is not a singular moment because history is not made up of singular moments. No. Yeah, I, I think that that stuff was handled uh, really well. I just, uh, I just, I'm, I'm just surprised by how good the movie was. Yeah. Um. It, like you know, it, we we watch a lot of anime. Me and M that is basically riffing on a lot of these. Like, Tomino, seen this movie? <laughs> uh, um, yes, Psychopath the movie uh, references a Franz Fanon who was writing about this event in most of his work. So, <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Um. And so it's just it, it. We're so used to me and Alan, so used to these themes being depicted through the lens of like anime melodrama, um, yeah. and it's really cool to see like to go back to like a different era of more uh, like realistic style of cinema and see these themes depicted in like a just a whole different way. Because even though they're similar ideas, it's like just um, it's just really it's really interesting movie to watch. Uh, I haven't seen much Italian neorealism, but I, I like what I have seen. Yeah. I, I did find myself, like, watching this movie kind of just nodding along, being like, yes, of course. Yes. Yes, of course. Good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, we are already there. Yeah. No, it's very funny just to, like, uh, have the ideology hit the... Like, the idea that this movie was, like, controversial or inspired these, like, both sides takes is wild to me, because you just sit there and nod, and yeah, of course, you fucking shoot those cops you blow up that cafe uh those people are dancing to salsa music on your land it's fucking horrific yes yeah uh i found a quote uh, from the kind of cinema thing yeah sure i I can't find actual articles but the chief editor at the time did call it the extreme straitjacket of revolutionary puritanism what (laughs) Uh, glad, glad, to, glad to know that uh, Islamophobia alive and well in 1960s France. Well, <laughs> yeah, extremely. Yes. God. If there's nothing else, we should probably move on to our question. Got here. Um. Yeah, if you want, I maybe it's good. Quest voice. We know all this, but um, <laughs> yes, it's a good time. Uh, 
So we have one question or a set of questions from Tron. Uh, if you'd like to send us questions, you can send them to podcast at normapping.com. We always love questions. They can be about any movies. Like, I don't know. Send us send us questions about random movie stuff, please. If you're listening to this, we love all movie questions and we don't get enough of them. Um, so first question uh, from Tron. What are your thoughts on the soundtrack for this movie? I thought this movie had an amazing soundtrack. Love it. It's yes. incredible. It's tense in all the right moments. Yes. Uh, the score is mostly by uh, Gio Pontecorvo, who's, uh, you know, you might know, the director also. Uh, Ennio Morricone is, like, credited uh, and had to be there because uh, Pontecorvo was not, like, a, com- like a you know, a actual film composer. So you had to list someone else on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is amazing. Uh, because, yeah, the, it's, uh, the soundtrack's just incredible. Um Let's see. Um, a lot of these we have covered. Um, do do any of us have thoughts on Satra? Because there's a bit where they talk. Uh, Colonel Matthews talking about the French newspapers, and uh, Sartre's writing for them, and and he's like, "Ah, this is you know, you need to rein in all you journalists, otherwise uh, Satra's you know going to write against us." He's like, "I thought you didn't like Satra." He's like, "Yes, I don't, but I like him even less when he's telling me I'm doing a bad job." <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, all the gentleman scenes were excellent. Yes, the amount of the, the, they form like they are depicted as like a paltry front uh, that like you know is supposed to stand up to power, but mostly just like takes pathetic jabs at them while letting them steamroll actual material policy. Uh, I feel like it's there's a lot of narrative these days that like. Uh, there used to be the real journalism and it's all been subsumed by big corporate mergers and demands for new media and everyone's a coward now and maybe it was always just like this um it was always just like this yes (laughs) journalism has been fucking riding the high of um all the president's men for 40 years it's one it's one (laughs) one story it's literally one story yeah that's true. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You cannot. It's the fucking. Oh, we beat the Nazis of journalism. Yeah. God, you're right. Yeah. I don't God. have any opinion on Sartre other than uh, he wrote the intro to the Fa- Franz Fanon book, Wretched, Wretched of the Earth, and it took me a long time to understand it. Just the intro, not the rest of the book. Fan and a better writer than Sartre. He heard it here first. Not not exactly <laughs> as the spiciest take, but I agree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> going, going far afield with that one. Yes. <laughs> um, that's it, I think. I think we covered everything else. So thank you, Tron, for writing in. Uh, if you, like I said, questions, podcasts, uh, podcasts at com for any emails about any movies you want. Next time, we are watching... What was the name of that movie? Mustang. Mustang, yes. Which is the 2015 film. It is on Canopy and the Criterion Channel in America. Um, Yahoo Anime rules apply. You can totally get it if you need it. Um, It's rentable in all the usual places. Yep. Um, And we'll be covering that in probably two weeks. Uh, I know this one was a week late, so maybe we'll see, but... You know, two or three weeks. Sometimes things just come up. It's been a time. Everyone's going through it. Woohoo! Isn't that true? (laughs) Yes. uh, Anyway, until then, uh, plugs. Destiny. At Fridge Buzz now. 
everywhere. Uh, I'm at headfulzuff on twitter.com and you can find the podcast that me and M do on abnormalmapping.com. We have a whole bunch there. They're good. Enjoy them. Listen to them. Uh, We just recorded a two-hour abnormal mapping, so enjoy that. That'll be up tonight. (laughs) Yeah. If you're listening to this on Monday when it officially goes live. If you're listening to this on Sunday night, um, then it'll be up tomorrow night. Yes. But uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore bing. Uh, this podcast and all of our podcasts are supported by our Patreon. Patreon.com slash mapping. For $1, you get Gundam. We watch Gundam every week. Talk about two episodes of it. Right now, it's Gundam Wing. We also talk about Space Runaway Ideon right now, and that's also really good. Um, <laughs> if you want conversations about the ways in which Resistance is depicted, Mobile Suit Gundam's got your fucking back. Uh, so, you know, go on that ride with us. Um and we've got plenty of other rewards you can find at the Patreon. So thanks, everybody, who supports us. Uh, other than that, tell your friends about this podcast if you enjoy it. Um, you know, point out particular episodes you like. Send them to people. Uh, we love doing it. And we'll be back in two or three weeks uh, for Mustang. Until then, uh, watch the movies. Don't expect to like them. It's a very dour ending, really. No, the further we get from... <laughs> Whatever it was called. <laughs> Mikey and Nikki. <laughs> Mikey and Nikki, thank you. It's like Harry? Why do I think Harry? I'm very tired today. <laughs> 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 <laughs>